Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, November 20th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere show or the show on our YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to Tina Mitchell events.com. And I am your host, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our, in our local economy and how they can affect your money. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I am here to answer any questions or connect you with the guest that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And the lineup for today's show, we have Doug Peterson of Get priorities straight. Americans really, really don't know how to manage money. Most don't. Also, if you're watching our show on our Facebook premiere or on my YouTube channel, I would like to give an introduction to our engineer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi, Tina. <laughs> we definitely could not do it without him. Uh, he makes the show happen, all the behind the scenes. So thank you, Benny. You're welcome. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topics discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And let's go ahead and start out today's show as we do each week with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. The Atlanta Fed's wage growth tracker showed that wages are up 4.1% year over year in October, which is near the highest level in 13 years. The JOLTS survey job opening is at 10.3 million. And while they have been declining over the last few months, still remain at a very high levels. Record levels of people are quitting their jobs. 164,000 did so in just September to an all-time high of 4.434 million over the last 12 months, which is up 34% year over year. The October NSHB Housing Market Index, which is the real time on the read for builder confidence, rose three points to 83, which is the largest monthly increase since February. Looking at the components, current sales rose three points to 89, sales expectations were unchanged at 84, and buyer traffic rose three points to 68. This report is an index of zero to 100, with any reading above 50 signaling expansion. Builder confidence has been increasing in the last three months and is at very strong levels. Housing start fell once again down 0.7% at 
553 million utilized un, until utilized uh, pace in October and nearly flat on a year over year basis. Single family starts, which is the most important, was down 4% at 1.04 million unit pace and is down almost 11% year over year. The only area that saw an increase in starts was in five or more units, which rose 4%. From a new construction standpoint, we are not seeing the homes being built that we need to to meet supply and demand. This should continue to contribute to the tight inventory landscape into the foreseeable future. Now, permits, which are a good forward-looking indicator of future supply, were up 4% last month and 3.4% year-over-year. Single-family permits rose 2.7% but are down 6.3% year-over-year. Housing units that are authorized but not started continues to rise, showing that the backlog is growing. It grew almost 5% last month to 265,000 not started units and is now up 45% year over year. The MBA released their mortgage application data for last week, showing that applications to purchase a home were up 2%. Year-over-year purchases are 6% lower, but when factoring in the rise in cash buyers, they are down closer to about 3%. Also remember that inventory is down 13% year-over-year. Prices are up almost 20%, and rates are about a quarter percent higher. Now, refinances fell 5% last week after rising 7% the week prior. Refinances are now, now down 31% lower than they were this time last year. And this, of course, is because of the increase in mortgage interest rates. Refinances made up 63% of the total new mortgage loans. CoreLogic released their single-family rental index, showing that rents are up 10% year-over-year to the highest reading in 16 years. Attached rentals were up almost 8%, while detached were up 12%. This is still elevated but below apartment list year to year year to year reading 6.4% earlier this month. Now, the main difference between the reports is that CoreLogic takes into account all rents, including renewals, while apartment lists just on the new rents. In any case, these matrix are much higher than the consumer price index rental component, showing only 2.7% increase. It just goes to show that they do not understand inflation with the CPI, and it is out of touch with every other matrix. The CAS freight shipment index rose slightly in October, but they had said that the freight volumes remain capacity constrained as shown by the declining rail volumes and on the ongoing backlog of containers at the anchor waiting to be uploaded. Freight rates were up 1.6% month over month and 36% higher year over year, up from 31% in September. If many of the transportation stresses this year begin to smooth out in 2022, companies that may have experienced the cost shock will take that next few years trying to recapture that that loss on their profit margin. This means that just, just because transportation prices peak out, or even fall, as long as they remain well above their uh, pre-COVID, companies will continue to increase prices. Now, President Biden signed a $1.2 trillion uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill into law on Monday. The bill includes $550 billion in new spending on the nation's roads, bridges, 
ports, water, and rail. It also provides $65 billion to expand broadband infrastructure and $55 billion to clear water investments. Unlike the other bills, this will be in effect over the next five years, not all at once. Now, the administration is trying to get a complementary $1.75 trillion bill passed as well, which will include money for social safety and climate policy. Bottom line, the continuous spending will not do us any favors when it comes to the infra inflation front. And being your local mortgage expert, inflation is the arch enemy for mortgage interest rates. Call to action. If you want to purchase or refinance, now is the time to take advantage of these historical low interest rates. And that is this week's Money Chat. Coming up next in the Money Hour, Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Most Americans really really don't know how to manage their money right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Do you wonder where all your income is going, even though you're making good money? Doug at Get Priorities Straight will coach you to know where all your money is going, painlessly cut financial fat, and get your money serving you. Doug has spent over 20 years mentoring professionals and found personal finances to be hugely overlooked in every stage of life. If you want to learn more and get your money serving you, contact us at info at getpriorityssstraight.com for a confidential conversation with Doug. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, November 20th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or my show on, on our show YouTube channel. In addition, for more upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It's a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are hearing my show at a different time or a day, you are listening nature rebroadcast. I am here to answer any questions or more importantly, connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And now on our show, Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Most Americans really really don't know how much money or how to manage their money right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome to the show and back to the show, Doug. Great to be here. It's always fun to be here. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you here. And for a little bit about Doug Peterson, again, uh, owner of and founder of Get Priority Straight. Get Priority Straight partners with clients to create cash flow clarity, build intentional spending, and saving habits and gain financial peace of mind. GPS was founded out of passion for positively influencing individuals, couples, and business owners' lives by helping them transform their relationships with their personal finances. There's comprehensive processes and tools give you clarity and insight into your financial situation so that your funds support your priorities and values that drive you. You will gain control, reduce stress, and enjoy more of what life has to offer. And Doug, for uh, the listeners that are actually watching us online or on video through the website, uh, Facebook, or on YouTube, 
Let's talk a little bit about your Zoom background. You just got back from vacation and I see that your beautiful bride, Harriet, is there on your background. Looking over my shoulder, I guess the green screen, I could eliminate the chair. Maybe I should do that. Anyway, we were a week ago. We were in well, hey, if you eliminate your chair, then that's bad that I have my chair. Well, yeah, but you're not in Cabo San Lucas here. Let's, well, let's, good point. Let's just make it work <laughs> here for there. There we go. There we go. Okay. So anyway, we had a, just a great week-long trip, 88-degree average. Now, we all know that uh, last week it was raining like crazy. Yes. And 72 for a low, and it was just absolutely gorgeous every day, just like this. Well, that's what life looks like when you manage your money, you're smart with your money, and you can be strategic in how you're balancing uh, your business and your personal. And that's why I love having you on the show. And as I've mentioned before, you're the only person that represents this space. So a huge compliment to you uh, and what you do uh, for our listeners. So Doug, when you say most Americans really, really don't know how to manage money, what do you mean by that? Well, we've been inundated with a culture with a buy now and pay later um, the whole marketing industry has gotten really good at extracting money painlessly. Yeah. We have subscriptions. We have Amazon charges that come through on a credit card. We don't know what they are. Then there's another Zelle or a, a Venmo payment. And we've also been taught we just need more stuff. And it's interesting when people go through financial challenges, they start to realize what's really important. And the stuff isn't it. So often people look at the end of the month and they realize that they spent more than they thought they would, and they're just not proactive in managing money. So there's a lot of people that feel like they're caught by surprise by every other month, there's a new expense. These aren't surprises. If you have a car, you're gonna have car expenses. If you have a house, you're gonna have house expenses. And I, I made a little tiny video, like a 30 second video in, in Cabo. I made several of them and one of them was just, if we can just put away a little money for the things that are important to us and we know are coming anyway, you can come home from vacation with money in your travel account and still cash saved already for Christmas. And it's all about being proactive instead of reactive. And that's yeah. really what it boils down to. We're reactive as a culture. Well, as I, I am a local mortgage expert, I'm also a time management and business efficiency coach. And it's the same thing with time. You know, I remember growing up, there might've been five networks, maybe a, uh, maybe a PBS if you were lucky. And, you know, you can't even count how many networks there are. And that's just TV. There are so many different things that you can choose from to take valuable time away from you. And it's the same thing with spending money is as you uh, referenced, it's so easy to spend money. You don't even have to leave your home and you can get anything that you want. Sometimes I'll see something that somebody has and I immediately just go online and sure enough, there it is. And I can easily write from my phone, purchase it. So um, the, the easier it is, or the more that you have to choose from is more likely that you have the ability to waste. So Doug, are, are you talking about, um, you know, with your clients about their debt? Well, our culture carries a lot of debt. In fact, there's over a trillion dollars in consumer credit card debt. Yeah. And there's nothing that's really meaningful without context. Yeah, what we look at that appears to be a successful couple may be carrying a ton of debt. And they may be just 30, 60 to 90 days from being on the street if their income stopped. You see businesses the same way. They haven't set up reserves. So 
So we can be making really good money and be managing all of our cash flow, but still not have reserves. So yeah, I'm talking about people in debt, but I'm also talking about people that are that just haven't learned the basics about managing cash flow. Yeah. And you know, when back in the past, it, it used to be that if you had any debt, you were a terrible money manager. Now it's accepted. And not just debt like mortgages where you have a house that's going up and it's building value for you and wealth, mm-hmm. but buying depreciating assets that are going down in value. Yeah. You're paying other people's money. And so they're even more expensive and they're going down in value. So it's really simply understanding money coming in and going out and having a really simple system to know how to manage it. And we haven't been taught that. Yeah. And isn't it true too? And I'm sure you see this with your clients because you, uh, you work with a, a lot of clients that make a lot of money that it seems that the more money you're making, the more money you're spending. And so, like you said, those people can be in the same situation as somebody that is making a fraction of money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So is there a fundamental mental and fundamental problem that you're seeing, Doug? Yeah, I think the because we've been so attuned to it that people who even feel like they're doing fine, mm-hmm. they're paying their credit card bill on time, or actually paying for stuff they bought 30 to 60 days ago. And I'm not talking about paying off the full balance, just paying off what's owed. Yeah. Be that long, so they're really living on next month's paycheck, and that's not uncommon. And so, when when you can understand and get ahead of the game, and I think there's an awful lot of people that say I don't have three months worth of income. In fact, there's something like forty percent of the population of the United States. That's why I picked that title. Is there's a lot of people out there, and there's plenty of people that are doing well, but forty percent of the, the population of the United States can't handle a five hundred dollar emergency in cash without going to credit. And I don't know, I I don't have the site for that um, reference, but I read it and I'm not surprised. Yeah. And, you know, just, just like uh, time, we have the time, it's the priority and it's the same with money. You have the money, it's your priority. And I always say when I'm uh, working with clients and helping in the budgeting for a home mortgage, you know, depending on your down payment, every $10,000 in a purchase price might be a difference of 50 to $60 a month in a payment. So if you can just make note of all of the things that you're spending on a monthly basis and what can you eliminate for $50 a month that's going to increase your buying power by 10 thousand dollars you know do you really need to have your nails done do you need to go in and get the starbucks coffee how many times are you going out and having dinner so it's not a question if the money is there a lot of the time it's a question of the priority of where you're spending that money correct yeah but tita i had a pedicure when i was in mexico (laughs) you did not you had a massage oh okay well pedicure all right no i did have a pedicure okay I, i actually did I'm a man's well, man. It's and, the uh, man. It's the manny and the petty that adds the extra dollars. Yeah, I didn't have the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real ma- real men get manny petties. Okay, Tina. Yeah. All right, come on now, come on. Now. And I look at, look at my <laughs> yeah, uh, look see? at my nails. We support you. We support. We support. Let me take off my shoes. Just a moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're totally getting off track here. But, but it's not but that it's, far it's off. The, track. It's the pro- It's the priority, right? Well. What is the priority when you're on vacation? Yes. 
and you've set aside the money and you've given yourself permission to yes. guilt-free have some fun. Yeah. You know, we got a couple of massages. We did get one pedicure. That was fun. We went out to dinner. We went on a tour, but we also paid attention. You know, um, I wasn't planning to share this, but I track my money and that's where you were talking about, you know, if you can find that money, well, we can't manage anything. We don't know what it is. Yes. My costs went up over 35% from the devaluation of the dollar compared to the peso uh-huh. and the increase in prices. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm just amazed that people, and we're all seeing the inflation. We've got to be really smart with our money because mm-hmm. it's, it's going out fast. So you're right. Yeah. It's, it's what's important and let's fund what's really important. And by doing that, you can plan and give yourself some really fun guilt-free spending even though you don't have tons and tons of extra money, you've already set it aside for that. You've already spent it in your mind. Yeah, I love it how you uh, work with your clients and you know you need to have that money you're setting aside for the vacation. You need to have that money that you're setting aside for the birthday gift. So you've got these different categories that you're allocating your finances to. And it's starting from what you have, what's important to you. And then when you break that down and you don't have enough money that you've got your savings, then you can go back to those buckets and see how you're going to adjust. You, you budgeted for $500 for that gift. Well, maybe you're budgeting on an annual basis that it's a hundred dollars. Now you've got an extra 400 you can. So it's really just putting that plan together, just like anything else in life. Uh, Doug business, your time money is no difference. It's having that plan and really breaking it down in the smallest components and then sticking and making a commitment to that plan, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like a bunch of work, but it's not when you build it into a system and it's all caught up. Well, it's funny that you all go ahead. Uh huh. Less time spending time working and managing their money and, and paying their bills. And the biggest thing they say they spend less time on is thinking about it and worrying about it. Yes. Well, and people say, you know, time blocking, oh my gosh, that's, you know, time blocking. It just would make thing every, you know, things boring and you want to be able to be spontaneous. And it's the same thing. You, you, you have to take time to plan it out. And when you have a time block day or you have a very specific plan on your budgeting and your money, it releases all that emotional stress because you know exactly, and you can compare it with any other list that you have. If you go to the grocery store and you don't have a checklist, it's not going to be a very nice experience, but if you can walk in there and be hyper-efficient. So it's the same thing when it comes to your money, you're helping your clients be hyper-efficient with their money, ultimately at the end, releasing the emotional stress they have attached to the money, releasing the, the emotions attached, which then cause you to spend and waste money. And then you know exactly what to expect when it's all said and done. And you have to roll with the punches. Yeah, it's just not this diet where you can't eat anything Uh and budgets feel like that. So it's an intentional spending plan. Your priorities will change because stuff happens. Yeah. So you have freedom. It's all your money. You can pull it from somewhere else, but you also have a habit of seeing things grow and it's there when you need it. Well, and you just nailed it too, is, is you have to create the habit. You have to, you have to create the habit to do things differently and manage from a budget. So Doug, um, we've got a minute left before we go to commercial, but uh, what do you think that people, the biggest thing people need to learn? Well, I call it cash flow management. Your household is the same as a business. Money comes in, money goes out. You need more money coming in and going out. 
It's important to know what it costs you to live. And by that, I mean, you know what you spend on an annual basis for everything. Very few people know that and they don't know how to do it. And I bet when you get mortgage applications, you wonder where all the money's going because yeah. they're making really good money. Mm-hmm. But very few people know and they look at their taxes and how much they made and they wonder why there's so little left. So it's really important to know where your money's going. And then I teach people how to adjust that every week and put in a good system. So if they can save 15% of their income just by reducing waste and they're making 150,000 take home, that's $22,500 tax-free. Yeah, That's what people need to learn is that you can have a lot more by paying attention. Absolutely. Well, coming up next in the Money Hour, continued conversation with Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Most Americans really, really don't know how to manage money. Right here on 1150 AM, KKNW. Does your business have cash when you need it? Are you tired of being stressed about your cash flow? Does variable income make it difficult to manage your cash flow? Your business supports you, and it's important to manage your personal cash flow so you have enough. If you have been short on cash, you know cash is king, and mastering your cash is key to reducing your financial stress. If you are profitable and have a healthy balance sheet, you can give yourself quarterly bonuses. Now, wouldn't that be great? Get Priority Straight focuses on helping business owners get personal and business cash flow under control. And they have taken hundreds of business owners from reactive to proactive in managing their cash and gaining peace of mind. Learn how they can partner with you to master your cash flow and also schedule a 40-minute confidential complimentary Zoom meeting with Doug Peterson at schedulewithdoug.com. Get Priority Straight. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, November 20th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere show, or you can catch my show on YouTube. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I'm here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are listening to my show a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I am here to answer any questions or connect you with my guest, Doug, who's on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now our continued conversation with Doug Peterson, get priorities straight. Most Americans really, really don't know how to manage their money right here on 1150 AM at KKNW. So uh, Doug, we had a great conversation or we're having a great conversation uh, around money and how to best manage your money. And this show is really about how the importance of that so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. So let's talk about flying blind because I hear you talk about just flying blind. What do you mean by that? So (laughs) That's the essence of being reactive. You know, we just go through the month and we spend money and we move on. 
But at the end of the month, we always have that uncomfortable feeling of, oh man, that was more expensive than I thought it was, or there's more bills than I need. This and this isn't just people not making much money. This is people making a lot of money. Yeah. And they're wondering where it's all going. And so it comes back to that idea of being proactive and knowing where your money goes. We work so hard to make money. We spend so much time and energy. And it's exactly like your business. They're so similar is you give up your life energy focused on your business, focused on your family, focused on yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, you're spending it. Well, why waste it? Yeah. Just be intentional and sometimes choose to waste it. We didn't do much in Cabo. We relaxed. Now my wife, <laughs> you can see she's very calm and, and still in the background there. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't move. <laughs> so anyway, that's what it is. It's, it's setting aside money for the things that you need. So you're not flying blind. You can see how much it was. I could see how much we spent in Cabo San Lucas and know how much more expensive it was. Yeah. And we, not because we didn't have the money, we stopped about day three and said, wow, we can see how much more expensive it is. Let's be real specific about what's important to us to do. And I bet if we didn't track it, we would have spent another $500. Yeah. Just I, I, I love how you use the word intentional because in, intentional, intentional on what you're doing, what you decide to do with that. And, you know, just a side note in working with uh, Doug, he can actually show you some amazing uh, amazing tips and strategies to where you can get your vacation for free, all kinds of so many things that he has gathered in his uh, wealth of information that he has that he shares with his clients. So uh, definitely uh, reach out to uh, uh, Doug and get your money and your priorities straight. So Doug, money and marriage is something that often creates tension in relationships. Can you share more about couples and how they can be on the same page? Like yeah. you carry it. Yeah. And this, you know, this comes out of many years of, of conversations where neither person really left feeling great. It wasn't a fight, wasn't a problem, but it wasn't resolved. It wasn't together. So if I break it down to three parts, you know, usually it's common for one person to manage the money in the household. And that makes total sense. You know, being a partnership or a marriage, it makes sense to work to your strengths, which you teach, divide and conquer tasks in the household. And I've heard over and over that the partner who's not handling the money really doesn't know where they stand. They just have to go by faith and having a system where there's transparency and it's easy to know how much you have and what you've planned on together and all the infrequent expenses that are coming up. My wife said, I thought I would lose control when we started doing this. Now I have more control than I've ever had. Wow. And you can't do this all at once, but seeing progress is really empowering. In fact, I just heard of a really cool book. There's a little rabbit trail about talking about the gap. So many of us focus on the gap. Here's where we want to be. And here's where we are. And if you're not making progress the way you planned, you don't feel good. Yeah. A lot of really successful people don't feel good. What you need to look at is look how far we've come. And by knowing where your money's going, you can see how far you've come. But second, each person needs to have to know and have access to what's going on in the event that somebody's incapacitated or in the worst case dies. It's not just bank accounts, it's passwords, documents, and understanding of what's going on. And one of the problems with really successful couples is one person handles it all and the other one says, well, you know, he or she's done such a great job, I just trust them. And I've had clients where they've lost a spouse and couldn't yes. get into anything. 
So you need to both, both um, uh, people need to have total control and understanding. They're just not doing the day in and day out managing. Yeah, and maybe less control and understanding, but transparency and access. Transparency, yes. Maybe they're, yeah. those are a little more descriptive. And then third, there's hugely, there's a huge amount of power in two people working together and working toward the same goals. Yeah. I've seen couples who have avoided talking about money and say for the first time, talking about money is easy for both parties. And they used to always leave the conversation unresolved and it just doesn't happen anymore. It's taken all the emotion out of it because we're not talking about opinions. We can't afford that. We're saying, what should we take it out of? Mm -hmm. It's very specific. Yeah. And I like how you mentioned too, and, um, you know, having that understand you, you have that, that paper trail, we would call that in, in the mortgage uh, mm -hmm. arena, you have the paper trail and of, of exactly what's happened. And you can go back and take a look at, you know, where you can make adjustments. So you can look in the past and that can help you determine to be better and how you're managing your money in the future. So I've heard the term financial intimacy. What does that mean to you, Doug? Financial intimacy is the ability to work together and share your thoughts, feelings, needs, and desires about money with your partner in a safe space where you're feeling heard and your needs are being reasonably met. And that's great from a communication standpoint. The problem is people don't know how to do it. They can communicate, but how do we now know where we stand? Do I have yeah. to go back and figure out everything again? So what I do is I build a plan to bring it all together so that couples are on the same page with their money and have a system to make it easy and really make it more efficient than what they're doing now. And it, and it could sound like more work, but it's actually not on the other end because I help them get the work done. But that intimacy is, I think, huge. I grew up in a family where my dad said, my mom said, don't tell your father, I'm giving you this money. And Harriet grew up in the same type of household. Yeah. It's, so you're, you're, you're helping them manage the money and also manage their relationship together as a team around the money. Yeah. And they often have very different styles. Yeah. The one style is what I'm expressing, which is let's have a system and keep it in place. Mm -hmm. Well, usually there's one system person and one not system person. Yeah. And I've had people say, yeah, I usually keep it in my head. And now for the first time we can communicate. And the one that doesn't keep it in her head likes to run the system. Yes. So it really, really works out neat. It's so fun to see people saying, this is so cool. We, I, I teach <laughs> one meeting a week to go over household administration and just look and adjust your spending. It takes five to 10 minutes. And then the rest of the time is not doing more administrative work. It's it's, it's time and that's a, we're so close to what we do. It's time and managing your money. We don't want to spend more time doing it. Exactly. So by having this meeting, we can look at our vacation plans, our home repair needs, our insurance policy we have to review and do it all at one time because nobody woke up in the morning or got married to do more administrative work. Yes. And that yeah. builds more financial intimacy. Well, we all know having a plan in the end saves time. It's just the beginning that it takes more time to put that plan together. But the ripple effect over time 
saves not only time in what you help your clients with, but it saves a lot of money. So Doug, I have clients who are a lot of clients right now that are refinancing. They have so much equity in their home and they're pulling cash out of their home uh, to pay off and cons- you know pay off credit cards, consolidate uh, debt, and maybe taking things out for different things that they, they want for that vacation. How are you coaching uh, your clients around cash out refinances to consolidate and pay off other debt? Well, uh, everybody's different, as you know. Yes. But in general, um, I've seen repeated patterns, and I bet you have too, where people have done two and three refinances, and they've got themselves in the same spot. Yeah. So the first step is let's not repeat the pattern. Let's figure out, are you living within your means? Do you want to live within your means? (laughs) Right? Because if you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. I can't change anybody. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to repeat that pattern of getting into debt. We want to get you out of debt. And then the second piece is doing a phased approach. So often, and this is where you you and I have partnered on together, is just like you said, you'd have another $10,000 worth of purchasing power. We know what it does with rates when your credit score goes from you know, 680 or 720 to 780 or 810. Yes. And so by doing a phased approach and looking at how do we first, even before you do a refinance in your mortgage, see what we can move around to get some of your unsecured debt secured, which will shoot up your credit score. I had one client went up 136 points in a week. Wow. And we did an interim step of rolling it into a HELOC. He went from 98% credit utilization, was hit really hard with COVID great, smart guy, an attorney. Um, And then he was able to roll it into a mortgage at 2.7%. Yes. And so it saved $30,000 a year. So I don't want people to just run out and say, oh, I found something that can consolidate my debt. Let's look at the whole picture. And I do tell people I'm going to cost you hundreds to save you thousands. We can probably do it faster, but it's going to save thousands over the years. And you know what, you know, what's a half percent on a million dollar house or a quarter percent do over 30 years. Yeah. What kind of money is that? You probably know off the top of your head. It's a lot, huh? It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to help people get out of debt. I want to have them have a, have reserves too. Let's not just pay it off and not have any cash. Everything changes when you have some cash. Yeah. So when you're, you know, you're looking at taking cash out of um, the equity that you have in your home, you just want to, you want to do it smartly. If you're paying off debt, you want to make sure that you're not paying off debt so that you can go put it more more on those credit cards. Uh, Utilizing money to do in other investments are great opportunities, investing in the market, buying other real estate property. Uh, The other thing you want to be cautious of is just make sure when you're pulling cash out that you're not putting yourself in a position to where uh, that monthly mortgage payment is going to be higher for another 30 years and you might run into some challenges to where you can't afford that. So you really need to plan and look at all of that. And that's where Doug can really um, help you break that down. And again, making sure you're making the right option and the right choice. So Doug, have you worked with uh, clients before that uh, have received one of those love letters from the IRS and they owe money? Yeah, yeah, several of them. (laughs) <laughs> and I even had a client, I called him and asked him um, about a client and he's an IRS attorney and he hired me. He said, I could use what you got. He's a super guy. And one of the things I learned is that, you know, the IRS, they're going to try to get as much as they can. Their, their goal is to collect. So I had one client that was paying $4,000 a month and he was going backwards $2,000 a month. 
Oh my god! It's been going on for a while, and he had the perfect storm. This isn't people that aren't smart and and trying hard. He had broke a hip. He had a tax bill that he didn't expect, which was really high. Went into business for himself, wasn't aware of it, just made a mistake. Had someone trash a rental that he had to repair, and a son going to college. So it makes sense you might go backwards if enough things go wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Um, in this case, under $200,000, and I'm not an IRS attorney, so I always make sure people check it out, $250,000, you can take the debt, divide it by 72, and they will accept that as a payment plan. It went to $853 a month. Now, IRS sounds scary, but they only charge 4%. Even though it's compounded daily, it's about 4.6%. So we started paying down that 26 and 28% credit card debt really fast, and we paid the IRS off a little slower. Uh-huh. And it works out really well. So there's lots of strategies you can do if you look outside of the box. Yeah. And again, the importance of having somebody that knows how to put those strategies to get together that are ultimately going to have you have the lowest impact of what you're paying, netting the most when it's all said and done. Well, coming up next on the Money Hour, continued conversation with Doug Peterson of Get Priorities Straight. Most Americans really, really don't know how to manage their money right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Would you like to get control of your money? Do you want to live without financial stress and save your children's future? That's what Get Priorities Straight is doing for parents just like you. The result is confidently reaching your goals and gaining peace of mind. How does that sound? Do your income fluctuations make it impossible to know if you can meet your expenses and even have some reserves? Doug Peterson of Get Priorities Straight has developed a program to master your personal budget so you can have control. Wouldn't you like to know you can always meet your obligations and we're on track for your goals? To eliminate cash flow stress, start by scheduling a confidential 40-minute complimentary Zoom meeting with Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Just go to schedulewithdoug.com. Less stress, more money. It's what happens when you get priorities straight. Go to schedulewithdoug.com and book a Zoom meeting now. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, November 20th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or my show on YouTube. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market regarding your money. I am here to help you in today's economy. And now a continued conversation with Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Most Americans really, really don't know how to manage their money right here in 1150 AM KKNW. Such a great conversation uh, that we're having around money, Doug, and great strategies that you're sharing uh, today. Let's talk about uh, how you work with businesses and business owners. Yeah, so uh, I and actually, really- Doug, before we get into that, I actually yeah. wanted to ask you how your process works. So let's start with how your process works and then let's go into okay. uh, business. 
Absolutely. So I start out with a get acquainted meeting. It's just a, a free conversation to find out what are your goals? What are your concerns? What are your obstacles? Just to see what would make sense. And there's no charge for that. And if people find that they're interested in learning more, um, the next step is a discovery process where I take a deeper dive. And that's where I have a net worth and income statement and listing assets and liabilities. And I'm really looking there to see what I can restructure, you know, how we can save you some money, how we can get you out of debt faster, and just start and get an idea of what your situation is. And then I also have an intake form where even though I've taken notes in our Get Acquainted meeting, there might be things you've thought of that have come up afterwards. Mm -hmm. And a couple of questions on does your computer work well? And, you know, I've had challenges with that. <laughs> and how motivated are you? And are you and your spouse on the same page if you're married uh, or, or have a partner? And then there's one other piece, which I really like, and it's uh, built out of the DISC assessment, which has to do with communication styles. Mm -hmm. And those are observable. A lot of people have done the DISC. Are you introverted, extroverted, people-focused, task-focused, so that you can communicate better with others? But there's another piece, which is the motivators section. And the motivators are the decision-making filters we all have. So we may have a similar communication style, thinking that we're both motivated the same way, but we're not. And this is a business-based program, but it works really well just with people. So by couples understanding what their motivators are, and for me understanding their motivators, I can speak to what's important to them. Now, one thing that's interesting about this, if you manipulate, it works once, and then it doesn't work again. People are smart, and they can tell. Interesting. So if, what? Yeah. Well, and I loved it, Doug, that you uh, you actually uh, put me through that. And it was really interesting uh, to read that. And I love how you, you know, as a coach, that you're going to that extra level to make sure, and you said it, not only that they know how to communicate with each other, you understand yourself, because a lot of times people don't understand themselves and how they uh, deal with things, what their motivators are. And then it gives you the tools that you need to maximize results because results are based on how things are being communicated. And if you understand how to communicate to them or to that individual client, you're going to be able to help in the motivating process to get them to take action, correct? Yes. And it also allows me to check in with them. And for the people that are high drivers and don't want to waste time and they want to get results, I can say, are you getting results? Uh -huh. Those really um, introverted people, I can say, I need you to tell me what you're thinking because I can't tell and you're not going to volunteer it. Yeah. So I already know this. <laughs> so it really helps me be more effective, but it also seems to help the couples a great deal. Yeah. Well, if you can be more effective, obviously the results uh, with your clients are going to be better results. So let's uh, let's talk about businesses and business owners. Sure. Well, let me actually just cover a couple more steps. Okay. So the discovery process really helps us get clear on where you're starting and get really clear on objectives. And then there's a 10-week fundamental program, fundamentals, where I build the system, I implement the system, and I teach you how to run it over 10 weeks. So that's really the the, the foundation of what I do. And you so as far as business owners go, uh, yeah. um, they have the same problem. And often I have three clients right now that say, you know, I just take disbursements when I need them because they're <laughs> managing their personal money well. 
And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to get myself on a set amount so that I can manage better and I can manage challenges in the business. And it's the same with the business. So many people don't understand. And I'm talking about smaller businesses because uh -huh. when you have people that are trained, obviously they're going to have a better idea. But when you're the commander in chief and you're running the business and you've got a lot of stuff to handle, often they don't know how to read balance sheets. They don't really understand their chart of accounts. They don't understand that if you're paying off debt and you look at your profit and loss statement, that debt payment doesn't show up on your profit and loss. It shows up in your balance sheet. You were taking a disbursement. It doesn't show up. So you can be paying 6,000 in debt, making 5,000 profit and actually losing a thousand cash every month. So what I do is I help them do the same thing that I help them with the personal. I help them understand where their money's going. We look at what they're tracking, what the key factors are, help them build cash flow projections so that they're really clear on what have we already committed and how much do we have left if we want to hire a new person? Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I have them set aside money to get three months worth of income for the new person before they hire. Because if you've ever hired anybody, you've had trouble with them always working out. And we also know they don't bring in profits right away. Yeah. It takes time. It in takes, fact, time it takes more time mm -hmm. to bring on a new person. So we need some reserves to do that. And building up line of credit balances uh, isn't helpful. Yeah. So Doug, why are so many people resistant? Well, <laughs> this is just the people problem. It's all of us are this way. I'm this way. <laughs> We've tried things and maybe failed before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's too much work. It's just, it's too hard. Or we don't like change even great change, we often resist. Yeah. And that's a challenge. But the other thing that comes up is now we're talking about our rice bowl with my partner, our spouse, and I don't want to have conflict. You know, there's a huge fear of conflict. And it takes some effort yeah. to do something to, to, to make change. And the other thing is, it's kind of embarrassing to look at it. And share with somebody that, geez, I don't, I'm not doing this as well as I wish I had, or I just haven't paid attention to it, or I've never learned how to do it. And you have very successful people that aren't going to want to look like they're not succeeding at everything. Yeah. Nobody is succeeding at everything. So there's going to be a natural resistance. And what I really try to do is put people at ease that I'm not going to tell them how to manage their money. And I can tell you plenty of stories about what I've done. And I got, I'm doing this because I've learned how to get out of challenges. I did earlier in my life, I had a business and I had to quick claim my home to pay for a business debt and repo my car and go bankrupt. And I thought I had ruined my life. And I rebuilt out of that. Yeah. It's no fun. I'm not proud of it, but it also taught me a tremendous amount. Well, and you, and you should actually have some, there, there is, there is a proudness attached to when you've made big mistakes in your life or in your business. And then you, cause that's what we, now look what you're doing and how, why you're doing it and how, why you're so successful is because you've traveled the road that you can speak from experience and you can also show that you can get out of it. And this is how you do it. Right. Yep. And um, it's so fun to, to have a friendship with you because you do the same thing. Yeah. You've gone through tons of adversity and you've come through it and it's given you a passion to encourage others. And yes. I feel the same way. 
We're twinsies. We're we are twinsies. I believe your biggest successes come from your biggest challenges. And for me, uh, my uh, keynote is tragedy to triumph. Your your biggest triumph comes from your biggest tragedies. And you know you have to go through them to become the person that you are. And so, um, yeah, love that messaging. So, Doug, uh, you recommend an emergency fund in, in cash, even if you have credit card debt. Uh, you know, what is a client? What if a client asks you, doesn't it make more sense to pay down the credit card debt that I have instead of putting this money over to an emergency fund? How do you coach around that? Well, when you haven't had extra cash reserves, I even had a guy with a finance degree say, I need to pay down my credit card so I have more liquidity. That's not liquidity, that's debt. Yeah. <laughs> liquidity is cash. Yeah. And we there there are all kinds of studies that say when you let go of money you actually secrete a, a chemical in your brain that makes you wonder why you do it you know you've heard of buyer's remorse right people buy stuff then later go did i do the right thing and with if that chemical isn't secreted with credit cards but forgetting about that whole chemical side teaching people that if you use your emergency fund that's the first thing you have to pay back to yourself and you're not going to go into debt by having that emergency. And I think I told you, you know, a couple of years ago, we had bed bugs. Yeah. That was an expensive thing. It was 4,200 bucks. They're horrible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not a sanitation thing. They're hitchhikers. And if you go somewhere where they are, they'll hitchhike and then they'll keep it going. And it's terrible. But having a cash emergency fund means <clears throat> I can pay for it. Yeah. Now that had happened after I had my shoulder replaced. Then I had to put my dog down. That was $350. And I really missed my dog. Then I got the shingles. And then things took a turn for the worse. We got bed bugs. We had run through a lot of our cash, our reserve cash. But stuff like that happens. Yeah. Look back at your life and we all get through it. So I want people to have a cash emergency fund so they can know they can make it through. Yeah. Now, it doesn't work for everything. You need a new roof. You're not going to have 25 grand in cash. <laughs> you'll have to figure that one out well and they say things happen in three so you got to be ready for not just the one emergency but the two and three that might be following uh after it so doug we talked uh you know a little bit about your uh your story of challenge with finances and you know it's led you where you're at today uh what else is you know how did you get into this line of work and you know really being a personal cash flow and money manager I've been doing uh, executive coaching and mentoring the last 20 years, and I've had eight different businesses. A couple of them have failed. And as I was looking at helping people with their businesses, and I, and I still do some of that work, I just thought, I want to make a bigger difference in people's lives yeah. than just their job. And I thought someday, if I could ever figure out how to get spouses on the same page, that would be amazing. Uh, because that's what is it the two-thirds of divorces are caused through money issues yeah it's the second leading cause other than infidelity yeah or marriages crashing and I'm really fortunate that I'm still married we were separated once but I've got a we'll be celebrating 40 years in uh, February and I'm very proud of that so I wanted to make a bigger difference. And it's not just getting husbands and wives on the same page, but I have, being a self-employed person for years, had many sleepless nights 
and woke up in sweats because I was worried about money. Yeah. And it's horrible and completely preventable if you learn how to manage it well. Yeah. So that's the real driver for me is if I can help people really have a lot less stress on something that's totally optional, it takes a little bit of focus and education yeah. and you have to follow through. Yeah. But other than that, it's not hard. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Everybody well, and I think it's, it's like anything else you need to, you know, whether you know how to do it or not, and a lot of people don't, they need those tools and to get set up, but it's having that accountability. It's having somebody there. And especially if you're in a partnership uh, with a spouse or a partner that you have that accountability, that, that person on the outside that is working with the two of you together to help manage that. If you are doing it on your own and you have your, um, you're responsible on your own for your finances, having somebody to, to, to still be accountable and help coach you through that process is, is really important. We all know the best of the best in anything, have people to hold them accountable and to coach and level them up. They're seen from the outside without the emotional attachment to it and can really help you follow that plan. As we're wrapping up uh, the show, Doug, how can people uh, get started uh, on their own? Well, you can certainly work with someone like me. I use a program called YNAB, stands for You Need a Budget. And they've got great tutorial videos too. So even if anybody wanted to connect with me and didn't feel like they could afford to have someone like me help them, I'm more than happy to, happy to point them to some resources and give them some ideas and tips to get started because it's only too late if you don't start now. Yeah. Get started. It's really worth it. Well, what a great way to end the, the show. Doug definitely comes from a place of contribution and that's why I give him so much time and our space on the show is because he's just that type of guy. So take action, get your priorities straight, uh, reach out to Doug. Uh, Doug, what's the best way to, way to uh, connect with you? Well, I've got a little uh, URL schedule with Doug.com and it'll show you my calendar or a phone number. You can either call me or schedule an appointment and there's no cost and I'd be happy to have a conversation. Wonderful. Schedulewithdoug.com. Take action. Do it right now. Doug, thank you so much for uh, coming on the, the uh, show. Really appreciate you. A pleasure being here. Thank you. This is your host and local mortgage expert signing off for the day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I look forward to talking with you more about money next week, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Gina Mitchell. MLO 145-420 is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134-871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.